0: Crap Football. Crap Pundit. We are back. This is Crap Football. I am Laurent Cortines. I am the Crap Pundit. And this is the Crap Football Podcast. I cover the Premier League, Manchester City, and other things. On today's show, my shtick: Dicks and Nazis? Ooh, Chappelle? Is it funny? Is it okay to be funny? The Power of George Carlin, Gary V. Parenting, and the Backlash to Helicopter Parenting, and what the hell is up with the Premier League schedule? So, we're going. The podcast is rolling. Uh, my co-worker Cameron is is hitting me up. Uh, <laughs> I got guys from India hitting me up, uh, and I'm going to tell them that I need to talk to them in 15 minutes. But first, at work, my shtick is is uh is all about dicks and Nazis I probably talk about dicks I don't know 35 times a day I don't want to though it's kind of boring I feel like one of the things that I like to I pride myself on is uh just you know changing it up not doing the same joke over and over and over and over again so I'm gonna make a concerted effort to remove the phallus from my uh, repertoire of bad jokes. And hopefully uh, change that up, but uh, I think it's the combo of dicks and Nazis and Nazis and dicks both together. I mean, not in a positive way. I'm not a lover of Nazis. They're bad people. They never did anything good. They just happen to be at a fulcrum point of history. Who, and they might have you know done some funny things if you look, if you have the sense of humor like I do, which is that uh, you know darkness breeds the best. In humanity and brings out the best in humor so you know the, the the phallus and and the and the most evil piece of darkness so maybe there's a uh, a metaphor of you know the the penis as uh as fertility creating life and the nazis as the mechanized destruction of life so maybe maybe i should keep doing it but uh i'm gonna tone it down because i know that i'm way over the top and i can see but the thing is i'm such a i'm such a boy Look, I look at my microphone and all I can think of is, oh, God, look at that thing. It's so close to his face. But <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And so that sort of theme of, of my little joke telling sort of gets me back into, you know, the role of comedy. And I wanted to talk about, very quickly, the, the Chappelle, uh, Sticks and Stones documentary on Netflix. You know, it's hot, take central, blah, blah, blah. This shit is fucking funny. What do you want people to do? It's funny. He... Talks about Michael Jackson and molestation and he doesn't believe it. And, you know, he talks about transgender people and he, he 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 doubles down. You know what? We need that dialogue. We're so desperate for it. I mean, I think the I think normal people know that the, the wokeistas uh, are a little bit too much. And the the Twitter jockeys, I'm drinking three dollar wine with ice in it because I'm ghetto. The Wokistas are a little bit too hardcore, Um, and I know that, you know, when you get them in a room, they might chill out, but my God, my God, you know, we, we need humor more than ever now, we need less canceling, we need more inclusivity, we need to talk about the things that make us feel uncomfortable, be that dicks, be that Nazis, be that, you know, the African American experience having, you know all of their heroes being destroyed from Bill Cosby to Michael Jackson to R. Kelly to OJ Simpson to whatever. There's a reason they want to believe that they're that, that that everything's okay. They want to believe in conspiracy theories. Because if you had every one of your heroes destroyed, you'd fucking back them too. So I don't uh I, I, I support whatever you want to believe even if even if I don't agree with you. So you know, if you need Michael Jackson in your life, let's fucking play Thriller until the cows come home. And, you know, nobody's saying we should cancel uh, Frank Sinatra when we know he threw some closed fist hay- haymakers at Ava Gardner, okay? You know, he- he's been dead 25 years, 30 years, uh, and Michael Jackson's been dead 10. But, you know, uh, we're not canceling Frank Sinatra. We're not canceling, you know, Al Jolson for fucking singing in blackface. I mean, the list can go on and on, you know. So let's let's just fucking take it easy. Let's enjoy these people for their art form. Let's enjoy them for the risk-taking that they take and, and sort of look to the wisdom that they install. And I was just thinking about that as I watched Chappelle. The next day, I had to go on YouTube and watch all the old George Carlin bits, and I really remembered how much George Carlin meant to me, how much he shaped the way I thought about comedy and jokes. He's a white guy from Harlem, like I am. He did comedy. He looked at the world in a well, as he got older in a bleaker way. But it's just so enjoyable to to hear him chat, to watch his like earth day, uh his earth day takes about the narcissism of humanity. Like then we're going to save the earth. We're not going to save the earth. The earth is fucking fine. It's shed 90% of all species, so many great bits, and I'm just happy that his archives are out there. I mean, the man did an hour a year on HBO live, well, whatever, recorded an hour a year every year for 25 years. That is Herculean. No other comedian can do that, and he did it, and he should be appreciated and sort of like, understood for what a legend he was. he created the blueprint for modern comedy and uh, what he had to say was was important and so let's 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 give him his credit and he covered all the fucking narcissism and madness that's really now amplified in modern life and modern parenting and modernity in general of our general what are people gonna think of me? am I a good parent? am I a good friend and I, listen, we all suffer from it and that sort of brings me into the last thing which is sort of like I'm going extra fast cuz I'm insane uh the the uh the hel- the end to helicopter parenting so if you guys don't know like Gary V the internet sensation brand builder you know he's everywhere if you you know it's a little too much but he's everywhere and that's good for him and I appreciate him and he's sort of a fast-talking New Yorker who has energy beyond his humanity. He's near my age. He talks about the things that I like to talk about. He was into baseball cards. He likes sports. He curses a lot. Motherfucker, yeah. So I agree with him on that front. He's the kind of guy that I'd meet him and be like, oh, you fucking Russian scumbag. And, you know, he would laugh because he knows that I'm from the era when you met someone, you learned their ethnicity, and you learned who they hated and what they liked, and they bust your balls, and you bust their balls, and uh, I respect all my Russian brothers from back in school and playing cards in tech, and all the Asian kids that I made fun of with their Jack Lord jackets. And so, uh, a little bit of a little bit of strength and a little bit of laughter, and a little bit of letting your kids be who they are, and don't let them be some extension of you. You know, your kid is not a prop to be flaunted and ran around as though. You know, you're some kind of, like it needs to be mollycoddled and washed and brushed down. You let them be who they are. What the fuck? You know, you got your own life to live. Get off your hobby horse and just be who you are and let your kids be who they are. They don't want to play sports all the time. They want to play Barbies. Listen, girls are girls. Boys are boys. It's really okay. Let's just take a fucking step back, watch the roles that people get into and understand that some of these roles have been around for four and five thousand years and that we can't fix them because we have some agenda that we want to have it's okay my daughter is such a girl that it is beyond the scope of anything we tried to hide barbies from her we tried to do everything you just got to let things be and so let's sort of let humanity be what it is even if sometimes the cultural cues and contexts that we live in are a little bit of a tricky bit, let's just let it happen. Uh, so that's a lot of stuff on the old preamble there. And we know that this is the crap football crap podcast part of it, but I've sort of realized that nobody really cares about the soccer part. And maybe they just care about me talking shit about things I like to talk shit about. But um, let's get into the Premier League schedule uh, because it's shitty, and uh, I'm really fucking disappointed at the at the uh, at the schedule makers because here you have an international break that came too soon. We're four this is match week five. We're four games into the season, a month in, and they have an international break that's two weeks long. And then we come out of it, we're excited. We're missing football. and what do we get? The biggest game of the weekend is, um, Manchester United, Leicester City, Wolves-Chelsea. I mean, this is bad. This is bad. So we really have got nothing uh, to really write home about. But let's uh, let's run through the rundown. Saturday, 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 the early game is uh, Liverpool at home versus Newcastle. No chance in fucking hell Liverpool are winning that game. Uh, hey, Christian, I'm just – you missed all my ranting. I'm about to go through the Premier League schedule. Um uh, I have the I have the uh, the Instagram going at the same time. Uh, Liverpool versus Newcastle. This is a smash and grab. No way Newcastle can win this game. Uh, Manchester United-Leicester normally would be, hey, Man United at home at Old Trafford. But Leicester, dude, they're fucking better than Man United. I'd be surprised if Man United drew this game. I, I'm expecting Leicester to win this game. This is not going to be close. Watch it. Uh, James Madison is going to score a goal at Old Trafford and so is Jamie Vardy. He loves to play these games. Sheffield Wednesday against Southampton. These are teams that are in the bottom half of the league. I love Southampton. I love Sheffield Wednesday. We've got a lot of great, fun teams playing. Uh, Brighton versus Burnley. This is also a six-pointer. This is a real clash in styles. You've got Sean Deitch and his Burnley blocks of four away at Brighton. City just played Brighton, and they really play some good stuff. Uh, I'd love to see them score because let's— Let's hope the teams that play progressive football uh, beat the teams that play negative football. I understand Burnley has to do what it has to do, but Graham Potter is a great coach. I really like what Brighton's doing. You know they've got a decent finisher. They could win this game at home, and I hope that they do. Chelsea vs Wolves. Another game where you'd expect a big team to be um, to be a favorite historically, but Chelsea are wounded. They don't have great players. They've been shipping goals like crazy. Frank Lampard seems to just want to attack, but really, Wolves are going to sit deep and hit Chelsea on the break. I expect Wolves at home to play as though they're on the road, sit in deep, let Chelsea come onto them, and hit them on the break. I expect this is going to be a close to call. It's going to be a close game. Spurs versus Crystal Palace. This is normally you'd expect Tottenham to win this, but they're also in crisis after coming off a draw uh, in the North London Derby. They really need this win. This is kind of a must-win game, and hopefully the two weeks off and the end of the transfer window has uh, helped Tottenham get back together. Wilfred Zaha fired his agent at Crystal Palace, so things are not so uh, fresh in Denmark with Crystal Palace. They need Zaha to be at it, and I'd expect Spurs to beat Crystal Palace pretty easily. This wine break is brought to you by Crap Wine because Crap Wine, it's what you drink when you do Crap Podcasts. So Crap Wine, Crap fat Podcast. Uh, I'm talking at speeds beyond anyone's comprehension, but I don't care because I'm a New Yorker and I have to talk to a guy in India in about 15 minutes. Norwich City, Man City, this, should, this is going to be a fun open game, but City's going to fucking annihilate Norwich City. I think this is going to be like a 6-3 game. So this should be a good game. That's on Saturday late. Then Bournemouth-Everton, two teams, fun. I'd expect Everton, if they're going to make a move, they need to beat Bournemouth away. Watford, who fired their manager, Javi Gracia, fucking bizarre, for a former manager that they had fired previously, uh, Juan Quiquez Flores. Arsenal coming off the draw also uh, against Tottenham. I think they'd feel hard done about that result because I think they were better than Spurs, and they probably think they should have won that game, especially at home, especially how good they were in the second half. I loved what they went with the front 3-3, the 4-3-3, with Pepe, Lacazette, and Aubameyang playing all together. They still have to figure out the midfield. They can never, ever, ever play Granite Shaka again. He's the fucking worst, and uh, hope for the best with their defense. Hopefully, they're getting Tierney back. Hopefully, Bellerin's coming back, but they've got to beat Watford away. These are the games that... Arsenal need that cannot, cannot, cannot drop points away to Watford. These are big games, and then uh, Monday night football returns with Gary Neville and and uh, Jamie Carragher uh, on the mic with Martin Tyler, the world famous Sky Football Monday Night Football. Whoa, Aston Villa West Ham, a fun game, but not. Uh, it's the battle of uh, the Claret and Blues. Uh, somebody's gonna have to weigh, wear a terrible away kit in that one, and that is where. We fucking are. Oh, my God. It's my goddamn boss. Hi, Jess. How you doing? I'm at home. I'm about to speak to people in India. Uh, I got to talk to Bakrant and and crew uh, just to see how they're doing. And uh, I will chat with them in about 10 minutes. Um, But that is the preview for the Premier League this week. I'll be up. Eh, Will I be up? Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, If you need an update on where Aveline's where Aveline is with date with with preschool she's doing a lot better uh the first week was tough she had a couple of bedwetting episodes but you know when she's 15 and here's the archive of Instagram I doubt that'll happen uh no I don't need you go away uh you don't need to you don't need to uh I talk to Indians all the time uh Jess that's my boss I I think she's my boss she's something uh uh but uh we're gonna keep on going and keep the podcast going please 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 subscribe to the podcast podcasts come out every thursday or friday video reviews of the previous week's games and whatever else i come up with come out mondays uh after the week's games so look for me at crap football crap pundit on youtube and subscribe like share Get the people involved. This was by far my fastest talking uh, podcast, but I feel good about it. I think I need to drink more when I do these, and if I do, they'll get a lot better. I'm at the 17-minute mark, which means I am done. So, that was Crap Football. I am Laurent Cortines. Like, share, send it out to your friends, send it out to your mother, send it out to your father. We need every single person i'd like to get over oh crap pod network i love it christian hey do you want to be on we can talk liverpool i'll call you on zoom another time okay my friends